Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. What's up? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, bro? Shut up. It is Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Shut up. Monday, August, August, June 28th. We are back for an episode of the Sandy Brothers Show. We were gone last week because we were out of town, and quite frankly, you can't. Uh, this here show is not mobile, and we weren't. Uh, we didn't have the capabilities to record uh, some things for the fine folks who listen. All two of you. But yet we are here for an episode today. We will be covering the breaking latest news on all things that are going on in the world today, such as airstrikes in the Middle East and uh, problems with Olympic athletes. Ooh, everybody say, ooh, yeah, crazy. All right. So, yeah, we're back. We uh, we went to the Biltmore uh, what, last week. We would have been there. Yeah. We've been there last week. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a groovy time. Uh, it was nice to go to another part of the country. Um, that wasn't completely whacked out and out of their minds crazy about the freaking Modilla virus. So we are very grateful for that to see unmasked folks um, there. Now, if you now there was one stipulation that you had to wear the the face diaper on the tram to and fro the parking uh, lot. Well, me being the person who always complies with the rules, you can see the picture that I posted on my Tweety account where I'm just basically holding the thing in front of my face, not wearing it, just holding it. And you can't do nothing about it because I'm complying with your, uh, with your uh, outdated rules. And then the shoe dropped. John McAfee died. Now, I know Jacob talked about this, but the late, the great John McAfee supposedly killed himself. I'm not, we're not here to spread any conspiracy theories or anything. But, uh, yeah, he died. And it's the, the, the evidence as to which he killed himself is quite uh, interesting because... His wife and the prison guards are all shocked that it happened, which is kind of it's like, oof. And again, it shows you that there's a, a break in the matrix, if you will, if everyone on the Tweety uh, is saying that, oh, yeah, well, he Epstein himself. Like, wow, you no, know, hmm, people aren't buying your BS, MSM. Hmm. So that's a good thing. And the more people that don't buy that this guy may have killed himself is a great thing. But anyway. <sighs> okay. Jacob, welcome back. Are you ready for to start a new week of the Standing Brothers show? I am. I am ready for it, and um, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited. Last week was kind of weird. There was only one show, and I did mine. Um, those of you who listened to it and um, had some nice things to say, that was thank you for that. Um, I know there was. I gotta address the audio. I'm gonna try to fix the audio clip, boosting the volume. I may have to go into the actual master file and fix it and re-upload it. Um, but I really did enjoy it, so hopefully you guys um, hung out and listened to me ramble on. Um, still don't know what that Friday is going to look like. We're still working through that, but uh, I appreciate it. Really love it. I'm ready. Let's, let's, I'm just I'm excited for this this week. It's going to be good. Okay. All right. Moving on. Um, so <clears throat> this was something that was a bit uh, bequeathed me, I guess you could say. Um, on Sunday, I, I saw that it happened, but it didn't fully register upstairs that what, what was going on. Because I saw airstrikes. Like, oh, you know, okay, airstrikes. This happens all the time. What a big whoop. Well, <clears throat> the Pentagon released an ish, uh, 
issued a statement Sunday reporting that they had carried out a round of airstrikes against the border between Iraq and Syria. The attacks were targeted against Iraqi Shiite militia Kitab Hezbollah. So Hezbollah, you know, Iran, they're, they're the axis of evil, they're the largest state sponsor of terrorism in the world, which, you know, still wait for the receipts for that one, folks. Yeah. But this was not the first U.S. attack on this militia. Indeed, the U.S. regularly hits them and provokes retaliation from the, from the militia. The statement said that this attack was meant to retaliate for recent militia drone strikes against U.S. targets. The Hezbollah militia has established itself as, as this border area to resist ISIS and support the Syrian government in its own fight against ISIS on the other side of the border. In case, in both cases, the, U, the, uh, the, hostile, the U.S. is hostile in both cases, and the U.S. has tried to brand the group as pro-Iran. So what happens here is, okay, so you have these loosely determined uh, militia groups as pro-Iranian. Well, if you're pro-Iranian, that means you're anti-ISIS because ISIS hates Iran and Iran hates ISIS. So you are, in effect, flying as the ISIS Air Force. What? This is how stupid and complicated this whole thing is, folks. So anyone can get into the back of a pickup, launch some rockets out of it, and be labeled an Iranian state sponsor or Iranian Michelin, uh, uh, Michelin, uh, Michelin group. Militia. Militia group. That can happen. Any any adult male within the vicinity of this location can get into his friend's or his dad's pickup, go get some rockets from the CIA or whomever, and shoot them in, in, a, in a general direction of the supposed good guys. Oh, Iranian-backed. That's how dumb this is. So any any Syrian male, any Iraqi male who picks up an AK-47 can be an ISIS or can be backed by Iran without any evidence to point that there's no paper trail. There's no, there's no nothing suggesting the fact that this guy was radicalized by the mullahs in Iran or the, the great, uh, not-so-great late prophet himself, Muhammad. They don't have to produce any of that evidence. He shot his firearm in the general direction he's not supposed to. He is a so-called terrorist. That's how dumb this whole situation is. So, whenever they say Iranian-backed militia group, that doesn't mean anything because it can literally mean anything. Does that make sense? No, it 100% does. This is the issue with the um, with us fighting both sides. See, you see, you see, we fight both sides of the war so that way we all come out on top. But no, you don't go on. You lose either way. Well, that's so we can. You, okay, you, okay. you lose. Okay, okay, no, scratch that. You fight both sides so that way you have an excuse to always continue the wars. Uh, yes, okay. There's always an excuse because we just keep switching sides on, on this issue. We're now we're, we're fighting against ISIS, but now we're fighting for, for it, maybe? I, so. The U.S. goes and attacks these supposed Iranian-backed groups. Now, we don't know the evidence of what they actually have done or what they were planning to do. Well, in the statement said that this, was, uh, this message that they sent was an unambiguous deterrent message. Okay. And it was in self-defense. Okay. So, if you're going to attack a group out of purely self-defense reasons... Then they there better be like on second zero on the the clock that they're going to launch 
attacks on a U.S. base or U.S. soldiers for it to be a legitimate, quote, self-defense attack. That would have to be the case, would it not? Yes, it would. <clears throat> what this seems like is just another one of those, oh, well, we got to make it look like we're doing something, or, well, we got to pay off the folks at Raytheon. We'll get to that in a minute. But it's just like there's no evidence that this was self-defense because, first of all, you're in this country, both of these countries, illegally. The war was never declared by Congress, either in Syria or in Iraq or in Iran. Go and find me the Congressional Declaration of War. I'll give you a hint. It doesn't exist. So there is no attack on the basis of self-defense because it doesn't exist. The president says, well, he was using his Article 2 or Section, his Article 2 of powers that are given to the president to defend the American people. Okay, that might seem like a legitimate uh, excuse to do these things, but here's, the, but here's the problem, Joe. Here's the problem, President Biden. The war was never declared. So you were only the, the, uh, you were only the commander-in-chief when the war has been declared. That's the why the Congress declares the war, not the president. That's why the president is not allowed to go and start wars, at least until the you know Defense Authorization Act, which gave the president you know a, a number of days before he had to go to Congress to you know basically say, well, we got to start this war because I've already started dropping bombs, and could you please give me some authorization here? Well, the House said that they're, they're no longer doing that anymore. They, they, they voted that thing out. So, if the war was never declared in the first place, you have no legitimate constitutional legal action to do this. So, from this point on, Jacob, we're going to put the flag in the ground. <coughs> Impeach 46. Because this is unconstitutional. This is illegal. This is a crime against humanity. This is a war crime. There is no legitimate legal basis for him to do this. And I don't want to hear... From all the people who will defend this saying, oh, well, he's defending the troops. It's, I saw someone on Twitter say, well, at least he's a president who is willing to take action to make the hard choices to protect our troops. Since when did the left ever care about defending or protecting the troops? These are the same people that said, no, no war for oil. We're spilling blood for oil when Bush was in the White House. These are the same people who spat on the Vietnam veterans when they came home. Now, all of a sudden, because Biden's in the White House, all oh, we got to protect the troops. When every time Biden ends his speech, he says, God, protect our troops. Man, he means it. He's serious about it. He is, Joe. Whenever he look by him doing this illegal action, it shows that that's all not it's not all just words. He really, really means this. So I, I it's I am so bequeathed of this whole situation. It is so stupid, this whole thing. And there was a perfect, just a, uh, a perfect article written by the great Glenn Greenwald, who is of the left persuasion of the political spectrum of things, who on economic issues we would have, we would butt heads like, you know, like there's no tomorrow, but on the war issue, he is 100% right. And, you know, he, he, I have already said a lot of things that he has said at the beginning of this article, but... What is interesting to me is that towards the end of the article, you look at the who the um, uh, the what's the what is he? 
the U.S. Defense Secretary, or the, the Secretary of Defense, as, Austin. as it were. So, the guy who Biden chose to be his Defense Secretary, do you know what his job was before being Defense Secretary? Yeah, we talked about this. He was the Raytheon board member. Yes! Yes! Now, now, to be fair, he's agreed to cut ties financially with them, which... Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure he's... I'm sure, I'm sure that's 100% and he likes, um, um... There's no insider trading. I'm sure this is all legitimate. He is, and has no it's on the vested in interest um, in the success of a Raytheon, which is basically there just to build weapons for the government. So I'm sure when he left Raytheon, he probably got some kind of severance package. I I, I would just have to assume you're the you're on the board of directors for one of the largest weapons manufacturers in the country. When you leave to go work for the Pentagon, who is your employer? I would imagine you would get some kind of severance package. Or, when you go to fill this position in the Pentagon, you're going to work on behalf of your former employer, which is Raytheon. So, for anyone who doesn't see that this could be a potential conflict of interest, you are stupid, you are blind, you are I can't use the words I want to use, but I don't want to hear any of the right wingers say, well, you know, we may disagree with Biden on this and that, but he's right on this. No, he's not. Can you see the writing on the wall? Can you see the fact that the, the, the Secretary of Defense used to work for Raytheon? Can you see the possibilities here for fraud, for abuse, for potential bad things to happen you know it's an interesting that the guy who was on the board of directors for Raytheon is now in charge of spending 700 and 750 million dollars on defense and you know who one of those contractors is come on it's Raytheon and it's the same thing for Lockheed Martin and North Grumman and Bowen and all of them all of these guys it's a revolving door from either they leave the Pentagon and go to one of these weapons manufacturers, or they come from the weapons manufacturers to the Pentagon. It's a revolving door both ways. In the business world, we call that a conflict of interest. You, call, you could call that insider trading. You could call that fraud. But when the government does it, it's okay. Because, well, this is foreign policy. This is how this works. Don't you know? This is the way things work nowadays. No. No. If it's wrong for Jacob and I to do it, perfect example. If I were president and I said, you know what? I need someone to run my Federal Reserve. Who should I pick? Who should I go after? Should I go after an ideologue? Maybe like, a, I don't know, that guy that writes the New York Times. What's his name? I can't remember his name. The um, uh, Krugman? Yeah, I could go after Paul Krugman. Maybe. He might be a good idea because he writes a lot. He's smart about these numbers, things in the stock market. I could go after him. He certainly seems to like the, the central bank. Or maybe I could go the other direction. Maybe I could pick out a, a Jim Rickards or a Peter Schiff or a, a Ron Paul to run my Federal Reserve. Or I could go get Jamie Dimon. The guy who runs one of the largest banks in the world is now going to run the largest central bank in the world. And would it be interesting that... Wait a minute, Jamie Dimon is signing off on all of these things that's going to give the banks all of this money for free? No interest rates, no questions asked. Isn't that interesting? 
everyone would call that, hey, that's not right. That's funny business. That's some insider trading BS going on. Yeah, because that's exactly what's going on with the Pentagon and Raytheon and this Lloyd Austin character. I'm sorry, Lloyd Austin Third. I'm sorry, let's get his name correct here. The Merchant of Death. Let's make sure we get his name right. But if you can't see this by now, you're blind. And I, I, I can't stand the flip-flopping between those on the left and those on the right. The, the people on the right will say, well, Biden gets everything wrong. Kamala hasn't gone to the border. Can you believe this? But you know what? We support the airstrikes because we got to give it to Iran. we got to give it to ISIS while we're supporting ISIS as flying as their air force. And the left will say, well, he's defending the troops. But you've never cared about the troops. So could you please pick a side? Either you hate the troops or you support the troops or whatever. And it's fun. I, I saw this today. <laughs> this is great. Ben Shapiro gets on the Tweety and he, he, he gets his thumbs out and he taps on his phone or his keyboard or whatever. And he says, could you imagine what would happen if Biden had chose to, or if Trump had chose to withdraw troops from Afghanistan and that country had fallen to the Taliban? How can you imagine the leftist outrage? It's like, what? You people, you keyboard warriors. Yes, I'm looking at you, Ben Shapiro. If this fight against ISIS and the greatest state sponsor of terrorism that is Iran, although I'm still waiting on the receipts. If these things are true, then why aren't you going to go fight? If it's so important, if the, if the risk is that high, if the, if the question over which Iran's going to get a nuclear weapon, because that's the big talk now, because Biden met with the new president of Israel today. I forget his last name because it doesn't really matter. But anyway, all these people are saying, well, you know, Biden's soft on Iran. What does that mean? He's soft on Iran. What, what does that mean? Obama was soft on Iran. Well, how? What is he supposed to do? He can't turn the place to glass. He didn't nuke it, Joe. Okay. He didn't carpet bomb and what... drop ancient, and drop um, a bunch of tear gas and light it on fire. And that's why he was soft. It's because it's because Iran is still existing. Therefore, he's weak. What, what is he? What are the? What is the president supposed to do with Iran? It's, Hold them accountable. It's a sovereign country, so you can't just invade them without an authorization of war from Congress. You can't bomb them because of the reasons I laid out before. Sanctions are an act of war. That's not a good idea. So what is he supposed to do? Hold them accountable, Joe. But what does that look like? It doesn't matter. You got to hold them accountable. It's like holding Russia accountable for what? Or how? How? How are you going to hold Russia accountable? Okay, you say sanctions. Okay, fine. Look at Cuba. How well have sanctions worked out for Cuba? The Castros are still in charge. All these years later, the Castros still in charge. Putin does whatever he wants to in Russia. Sanctions, bupkis, nothing. We got to sanction China. But look at the track record. It hasn't worked in Cuba. It, it hasn't worked with Iran because they're still going to do, according to the right, they're still doing whatever the heck they want to do. They say sanction Russia, the left says, because election meddling, but they're still doing whatever the heck they want to do. And the right says, well, we got to sanction China. What good is it going to do? Well, and the only people that you've hurt is the citizenry. Mm -hmm. The citizens are the ones, I mean, like Cuba is a great example of that. The cashers have gotten more powerful, wealthier, and then look at the average citizen in Cuba. It's still the 1950s there, still bro. Still the 1950s. So my, my question to right-wingers and all you pro-war idiots out there who think, well, we got to take the fight to, to, to Iran, the JCPOA, the, new, the, the Iran nuclear agreement was a sham. 
okay, then what's your op- what's your solution? Yes, the JCPOA wasn't perfect. There were problems with it. There's problems with every agreement, every treaty that you make with a country. You don't get everything that you want. Now, that's democracy. I think democracy is stupid, but there's this thing called compromise because you can't just put your foot down and say, we're getting all the demands that we want and you get nothing. That's not how diplomacy and foreign policy works. Foreign policy is quid pro quo. This for that. That's how foreign policy works. That's, that is what it is. So I, what, what exactly do you want him to do? Do you want him to go in there? Do you want Biden to go in personally to Iran, sit down with the mullahs and the president of Iran and say, you know what? You're going to have to meet all of our demands before we even think about re, you know, reaching any of your demands. That's not how this works. L- let's put it this way. Let's say the situation was reversed. Let's say Iran was trying to stop the United States from getting nuclear weapons. Do you think the United States would allow any country to come in and say, well, before we make a deal with you, you got to meet all of our demands? No, <laughs> nobody would do that. You, know, you think about that in, in the business world or as an employee. Well, the boss says well, he's not going to pay you until you sweep the floor again. Well, I just swept the floor. No, I'm not going to sweep the floor again. I just swept the floor. No, that's stupid. That, you see how this works out? When you break it down, you put the shoe on the other foot, you see how dumb this whole thing is? That's what's going on in the Middle East. Now, again, Iraq, Syria, Afghanistan, no congressional authorization to be there. We're there illegally. We're breaking international law. We're breaking our own laws being there. And what are we getting for it? Nothing. Will we get anything for it? No. Why are we still there? <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. But I can guarantee you, it has a lot to do with this Lloyd Austin guy and these other folks, these Kirby, this John Kirby guy and all these other people who are like, you know, maybe we should do a little more droning, a little more bombing because we got to keep the money flowing here. What's interesting, again, is that the U.S. spends some $750 billion a year on defense spending. That's more than the next 13 countries combined. Russia spends not even half of that, not even a third of that, not even a fifth of that. Very little do they spend on their own military, and yet they are the great evil. Iran spends nowhere near the amount that the United States does on its own military, and they're the great evil. Same thing with China. China spends significantly more than Russia and Iran, but again, nowhere close to the United States, and they're the great evil. When is it going to end? When are people going to have enough of this? So, again, with you leftly folks, you people say you're anti-war, you say you're against the warfare state, you say you're against all of this. But where is the outrage for the putting this Lloyd Austin guy in charge of Secretary of Defense? This is the corruption, this is the swamp that we all speak about. But no one has any questions about, well, Joe, he's got experience. What experience? Building bombs? That's not the kind of experience you want. Now, if we were in a legitimate time of war, let's say like like World War II, where you needed bombs, you needed planes, you needed tanks, you needed munitions, whatever, yes, you would go to people like DuPont or whoever and say, you know what, we need these things. Can you help us build these things? Yes, but we are not at war. We're just spending all this money because, oh, well, there's all these jobs. Remember when Trump said, well, we got to do these deals with Boeing and all these people because it represents millions and millions of jobs? Yeah, that's uneconomic, unproductive jobs. 
because those jobs are being paid for by taxpayer dollars. To a military that uses taxpayer dollars to drop bombs on people who have who face no threat whatsoever to the United States. They, they say, well, Nancy Pelosi said, I, I want to get the quote exactly because it, it was just, it was, it was quite beautiful. Let me, let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, the phone's light, Austin. I think it was towards the beginning of the article here. Um, let's see if I can find it. Because to me, it was just, it was beautiful because it just showed yet again that none of them are really, they, 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 I don't know. But anyway, I, I can't seem to find it. But anyway, she had said something about, well, you know, do, who, they protect our the troops out there who are, you know, Biden did this action to uh, protect the troops out there who are defending our freedoms. Um, what freedoms? What what freedoms are at stake over there in in Iran or in uh, in Syria? All of our freedoms are at stake, Joe Joseph. They hate us because of our freedom. That's the, that that that's why they want to kill us. Is because we're free and they're not. So here here's the exact quote. It was actually on a different article. Uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said in a statement Sunday that the U.S. airstrikes uh, quote appear to be a targeted and proportional response to a serious and specific a threat. Protecting the military heroes who defend our freedoms is a sacred priority. Sacred priority? Priority? Uh, Ma'am, can you explain to me what freedoms are hanging in the balance over Syria and and Iraq? Because if our freedoms are over there, then maybe we should go over over there where our freedoms are. What freedoms? What, what What threat is posed so greatly by... Any nameless, faceless 18-year-old male can get in the back of a pickup truck and fire rockets in a general direction that he's not supposed to. That is the greatest threat we face? That is where our freedom lies? What, what is this? This is a PSYOP. Can, can you people not see this? This is so dumb. You have to be so dense, so thick, so boneheaded not to see that this is a scam if i would love to sit down with these neocons these mark levins and ben shapiro types say okay can you can you show me what freedoms are at risk here show me which ones well they say we got to defend israel okay well that's not a freedom it's not if you're trying to tell me that defending another country is a freedom of mine that's that's stupid because that's not a freedom well, it's the international terrorists. Okay, get it. again, international, that's not my freedom. Well, we got to fight them over there before we fight them over here. Well, okay, well, all the fighting over here with the NSA and the TSA and the, the bulk data collection and, you know, uh, you know, um, filling up grandmas at the airport, those kinds of things, that doesn't make me any more safe. In fact, it makes me less safe and it makes me less free. I'm the one being treated as the enemy here in my own country. So I'm lo- we have lost more freedom fighting to protect our freedoms than we have gained. So it seems like the cost-benefit analysis here of this whole situation is just crap. So again, show me what is at stake here. Is it, oh, well, we don't want the, the, the evidence to come in the form of a mushroom cloud. Okay, well, that is long gone. You've been, you've been pushing that around. You've been, you know moving that around for so long now nobody believes it you've got to give me some evidence here 
well, we don't want these countries, we don't want uh, Afghanistan to fall to the Taliban. Again, Afghanistan, whoever controls the country of Afghanistan is not my freedom. So what is it? Well, it's safe and secure elections. We got to protect, you know, girls and boys from these predators out there in these countries with the Taliban and the, the, all these other groups. Okay, again, that's not my freedom. What is it? If you can't give me an answer, then what is it? Jacob, what do you think it is? What I think is the answer to all this? What, the, 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 so, the so-called freedoms that are at stake here. What I think the big, I think I think the thing that you're missing the most, and I, I'm very appalled that you haven't pointed this out yet, but um, you know, all this, just say I, I'm just I, I, it's it, it's hitting me so hard. What the fact that all this hatred and the reason why you're not falling in falling in love, and that you should just be like, you know what, this Lloyd Austin guy. He's right. A person of color up there. Oh, man, that's, yes. that, that's what I, I, you I can't forgot. criticize him, I Joe. Forgot, I forgot. Yeah, you're just racist. That's what it is. That's what it is. I you just hate don't black like people. him because because of the color of his skin. That, that's right. That's, that's what it is. Um, it has nothing to do with his former employer. At no, all. absolutely no, hundred percent not. <clears throat> you're just you. You just don't like him because you're a conservative who does not like. It's him. the Someone closeted racist not, that I yes, am. Closeted. Um, you know the. I, I I hate going back and forth, and the and my strategy towards all of this has been the same thing that whenever Biden first um, wasn't it in Syria as well that he did like a missile strike or something I think like so. that, um, and how you had so many of these idiots on Twitter who was like who came out and said, oh I didn't know I I didn't vote for this I didn't know Biden was gonna was gonna continue the wars what are you <laughs> talking Suckers. about I did this is not what I voted for. And, and, and that is whenever I sounded the alarm and many other people said it is time to shame, it is time to demonize, and it is time to shun these people who out there and voted Biden because, oh, you know, he's so progressive and he's going to be nice to the gays and he's going to be nice to the black people and, and, and we need more unity and love in this nation. Um, never mind the fact that he's just, just, just going to go and bomb um, other nations, but forget no, no, we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna be worried about that. We're not gonna be worried about his former employer, um, Barry, who dropped more bombs than anybody previously. Well, to the him. one, or the one just after him, Trump. The one just after him, Trump dropped more um, bombs than Barry. And then they didn't look at the people he was nominating for the positions, and weren't like, hmm, this is probably not good. This this Lloyd Austin guy worked for Raytheon. Hmm, it's probably not a good move. Probably not a good decision. But. Still, pedal to the metal as far as if you see these idiots on Twitter um, who came out and supported um, Biden and then now we're saying, oh, well, this is not what I voted for. I voted for peace and this is not the peace that I'm that I'm that I'm wanting. And um, as far as the freedoms that you mentioned, the freedoms. This is the, the here's the thing with the freedoms, and I've been only thinking about this. I think I finally figured it out. The reason why they have to have these supposed freedoms um, that that we hear on on Veterans Day and Memorial, Memorial Day. Day, we hear all we hear all about all of the freedoms that, that these soldiers fight for. Even though um, there has not been one war, maybe other than the Civil War, when it actually dealt with the rights of certain people. Um, that's probably the only war I could think of. And no, the, the, the Revolutionary War, obviously. Um, but I'm talking about like post the two just wars in American history. Yeah, post constitutional. Um, uh, America. Well, the Revolutionary War would have been pre-constitutional. So I'm saying era. after the Revolutionary War. Okay. 
um, there what 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 rights were we fighting for in in the in the Middle East right now? Like, okay, <clears throat> so they said this was a defensive attack and this was um, self defense. Well, here, here's what the Pentagon said. Those strikes were retaliation for rocket attack in Iraq in February that killed one civilian contractor and wounded a U.S. service member and other coalition troops. So that's the reason why this was a responsive retaliation attack to the supposed Iranian-backed militia group. Carry on. So they attacked these these bases, right? These airstrike, these these bases with, 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 with the airstrikes, right, or droned or whatever you mm-hmm. want to say. Um Unless those bases were in the final countdown or preemptive planning was being done to assault the homeland or to um, kill U.S. troops, US or, troops or U.S. citizens, or there is no self-defense. And furthermore, even okay, even if they were getting ready to launch a missile at a, at, at a U.S. base, even if so, we still shouldn't be there. Yeah, they're, they're, we're still there illegally. So that argument goes out the window. Well, they were going to bomb our troops. Our troops shouldn't be there. They're, they're illegally. They're, they're carrying out an illegal war. And the fact that Biden has now done a act of war against a country that we have not declared war against constitutionally, Biden needs to be impeached. Impeach 46. It. it, it, it Look, I, I called it whenever Trump did it. I'm calling it when Biden does it. Early this into, an- uh, with, with, within Trump's first year of being in the White House, he bombed Syria. And I said on my Twitter account, as soon as I saw the, the, the beauty of our weapons that were unleashed that day, according to Brian, um, um, Brian Williams, uh, that, that night that were launched on the Syrian gas attack, I said, impeach 45. He's done. It's over. You can't do that. Carry on. No, that, that it, it's a. We need to start. You need to start impeach forty six. Impeach forty six. Yep. Um, of course, I'm not. Nothing's going to happen <clears throat> with that because if you, if you would set the precedence for that, right? So the precedence now is that you do this, you're going to get impeached. Then you got to impeach the last what? Yeah. Yeah. Couple. Couple. Uh, I misspoke there. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Brian Williams was quoting someone who had said, "I'm guided by the beauty of our weapons." I can't. I think Leonard Cohen's one who said that. It doesn't matter. But to wrap it all up, um, when Biden says, "Well," or when the White House says, "Well," he was using his authorization to do this under Article Section Two. Again, if you were to get into your uh, into an argument with your buddy at work over the water cooler. Um, you say, well, okay, that's once a war has been declared, and watch the wheels start to spin in their head. Living, oh, ah, ah, ah. the NPC brain just can't seem to handle you breaking through the matrix. <clears throat> and again, they say, oh, well, it was a, it was an Iranian-backed militia. Just simply say that anyone can get into the back of a pickup and fire a shoulder to, you know, a shoulder rocket or, or a rocket launcher in the general vicinity of a U.S. base for U.S. troops and be labeled. A uh, Iranian militia group, that because that's all it takes. Anyone, any any adult aged male can do that. It can be anyone in any pickup truck firing any kind of weapon, and they will be labeled an Iranian mich- uh, militia group. So to wrap all that up, so I guess everybody knows. Shifting gears here, I guess everybody knows that the, that the Olympics are coming. Wait, that I thought it happened last year. No, it's, the 2020 <clears throat> Olympics are happening in 2021. Oh. Did I confuse you there? 
perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Olympics are coming, and there's a big uh, brouhaha over whether or not they should actually be held. Because wouldn't it be interesting that these countries like Canada and Australia, who have the harshest of harshest lockdowns, some, I think Australia is going back into lockdowns and back into mask mandates as the Delta variant is spreading throughout the world. And, Ooh, be afraid. And we're, we're unsure whether or not this vaccine is going to be able to fight those things. So, you know, in the name of safety, in the name of national security, uh, wear your dang mask. Uh, as these countries are going back into these lockdowns, and as most of Europe is still locked down, still has the inhumane, ridiculous mask mandates... Can the, can a country legitimately send its athletes to another country, let them leave their own country and go to another country to uh, compete in the games? Well, you your while the average average citizen is not allowed to go to the park or go to a restaurant or go to a movie theater or whatever, you can't do any of those things. But we can send our athletes to go to another country to compete in the Olympics. It kind of kind of shows you that the whole BS the whole thing, right? It shows you that no one's, it's not, this isn't really about safety and security, it's more about you know, do what we tell you, otherwise you get, you know, papers please, and we get the book thrown at you. That's what the whole thing is about. Everyone will, will, will see. But, beside all of that point, what I don't understand is, is that Jacob and I, mainly me, have made our opinions on the, the American flag and the national anthem very clear, right? We're, we're not going to rehash all of that. But if you are someone who thinks that you come from a country where people are oppressed and uh, unjustly shot in the street um, because of the color of your skin, you, there's a critical, uh, there's there's racist elements of the business world. There's a, a glass ceiling that has to be broken. All of these things, right? Uh, the black man can't get ahead because of white supremacy. Rampant white supremacy, you know. All of these things, right? America is racist. All of these things, right? If you believe all of those things about the country you come from, why would you want to go and compete representing that country? If it was so bad, if it was so evil, if things were so rotten here at home, why would you go out representing that country? That's a question I've always asked myself. And now we are seeing these... Um, these uh, activist athletes, as they call themselves, who are turning away as the national anthem is being played, who are, some were saying that the only reason why I want to win a medal is because I want to burn the American flag on the podium. Like, why are you even going? If, if it's so bad and you are representative so poorly, why would you even go? Why would you wear the American flag on your uniform? Why would you carry the flag in the opening ceremony? Why would you even call yourself an American at all? If you hate this place, if you hate everything about it, if you are treated so poorly, why? Why would you go? Yeah, that's the thing I've always, <clears throat> I've always struggled with. Not struggled with. But I've always just been just Scratch dumb, your head dumbfounded head. by. I mean, I've made my position very clear on as far as like, as far as like, as, far as, like, as the NFL thing. I don't have, I don't have an issue with it. Um, but I think a lot of these athletes are a bunch of um, um, some, um, some man children. Because they do whoa, something. Ho, 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 You can't use the word man when it's, when talking about a woman or someone who's about, non-binary. talking about football players, the NFL. Okay, okay. The NFL in particular and also the NBA. Um, Are we sure about that? You <laughs> can protest whatever you want. I really don't care. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't really bother I me. I don't watch football. I don't watch basketball. Exactly. So, but I will say 
that if you're doing something controversial and something that goes goes against the grain of society that of of the um, country that you're playing in, you 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 can't sit there and cry foul whenever something bad happens to you. Like it, it like man up. You you're taking a bold position. Fine. I I I don't I don't really care. But don't sit there and be like, oh well, my team did something bad to me because I I took a bold position. Um. Or I'm getting hate mail, or people are mean to me on the streets, or um, some woman called me a bad word. They were mean to me on the Tweety. Like, you can't sit there and be controversial and not deal with the controversy. When it comes to some of these athletes, like I've always, um, like on the United States women's soccer team, uh, most of them are, you know, know, like these progressive. Insufferable um, types. Insufferable types, exactly. um, Who... Um, want to fight for equal pay, even though it's coming out now that Megan Rapino, the one who's the loudest voice on this sort of equal pay crap, um, made more than the average male oh, U.S. soccer player. There it is. So, oh, doesn't look so good, honey. The, the cringe on that one is very, very bad. But they'll sit there, hold the American flag behind them, have it on their jersey. And then they'll kneel for the national anthem. Now, what this tells me is, okay, if you're so disgusted by by America and for whatever reason, I don't care. By you kneeling, by you turning away, about faced from the flag, and, you know, um, there's a one photo of, the, of this one, I think she's a track and field runner. Um, she were whenever everyone else was was had their hand over the heart for the flag. She was like turned around and like and, like posing for the camera. Look, you're not there to send a message. You're there to get attention. That's really all this is. You're doing that because you know that if you do anything but the status quo, you're gonna get media attention yeah. and you'll get stories written about you. So you know, you know what would be the best thing to do is if you really wanted to protest, just walk away, just walk back to the. If if you truly wanted to to send a message and bring no attention to yourself, just walk away. Just go walk back to the locker room. That's what I'd rather have. I'd rather instead of the soccer players kneeling, I'd rather them wait till the national anthem's over and then come out. Because then it's not all about me, 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 me. Because that's what these players are doing. They're just doing this for attention. Since Kaepernick did it and he did his own little crap thing, um, the, it's now kind of hip and cool and trendy, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Screw America. Yeah, it's so racist, man. We gotta, go. we gotta, we gotta protest. That's what the cool kids are doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <clears throat> that's what I would do. Now, I, 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 the life of me can't understand. Why you you think this country is oppressive and it doesn't have equal rights for women and that you don't? I'm talking about the m- most of the female athletes that, are, that pay do gap. this. The the pay gap and there's 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 rampant sexism and rape and violence against women and murders against women. And then we have this racist problem where black people are being gunned down in the streets by police and it's it's terrible and I hate this country and I but I'm gonna go represent them on the international stage get endorsements get paid by the united states um um, companies uh, companies and i'm going to wear the american flag around me whenever i win in the example of a track and field star i'm gonna um i'm gonna um go in for the 
walk into the national or like the opening ceremony with all my people holding the American flag. I'm going to go do all that. But once the anthem's playing, I'm taking a knee. Like, sorry, I don't take you seriously at that point. Same thing with the – I've always said this too about, about the, the United States women's team. Whenever they did the FIFA World Cup, the FIFA Women's World Cup, if you're gonna, if you if it's just a problem with the American flag or the national anthem, then why are you playing for the American team? Like, unless you're trying to use position for something of good, other than bringing it on yourself, um, I, I again, I have no, I, I have no respect for you. Um, I don't have an issue with 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 with, with the kneeling. I, re- I really don't. But. Let's be honest. This is about them. This is about how I can bring them attention. This is how I can differentiate myself from my other teammates and how can I can disrupt the, the status quo to benefit me. So the lady who did an about-face, who turned away from the flag at the U.S. Olympic trials, said she was set up. <clears throat> Gwen Berry, I'm sorry, but um, if you place in an Olympic event, your first, second, or third, you go to the podium. And at the podium, after you get your little medal or award or whatever it is, they play the, the national anthem of the respective uh, athletes from whatever country they're from. So you knew what was going to happen. I don't buy what she says that, you know, I, they, I guess she, she thought that once they gave the, the medal, she would walk away or it would happen after they got the medals or whatever. I, I don't quite understand that. Well, the reason why I really don't buy it is because when she was on the platform and they started playing the national anthem, she turned away, and then she held up a t-shirt saying, activist athlete. So you knew it was going to happen because you brought the t-shirt with you. And then she gets all upset about how she was losing uh, endorsements and things like that, and it's like, whoa, wow, you take controversial stance on things, and companies usually want to stay away from things that could cause them to lose business. Huh, wow, shocker. You know, we here we have this red sore thumb over here. We don't want anything to do with it. Let's get away from it. It's we're losing money because of it. That's what I always said. If you're taking a controversial if you're taking a controversial position, don't be surprised when you get blowback. Now, I'm not saying the blowback is necessarily justifiable in all cases, right? Um if you like there's many problems with um you know i wouldn't necessarily be for firing someone based on their political views i think it's kind of a stupid way to to run a to run a company right there's a lot of conservatives who are experiencing that i'm not for that but i I, but 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 again you can't disrupt the status quo and not expect something to come from it so if you lose your endorsement deals do i want that to happen for you no necessarily i don't want that to happen um, but at the same time, you can't sit there and not expect something to happen. You're 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 begging it on. You're kneeling for the national anthem when, as for as as long as as Americans have been 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 around, and whenever there's um, an anthem played at a sporting event, we've all we've all everyone's always stood and stood in in reverence. So whenever you disrupt that, you can't you cannot. Expect just nothing to happen. So as she's losing or as she lost these endorsements and things like that, uh, she went to Twitter to write that, I guess, number one, people in America rally patriotism over basic morality. Okay. Uh, Number two, 
<clears throat> even after the murder of George Floyd and so many others, the commercials, the statements, and the phony statements regarding Black Lives Matter were just a hoax. Why are you bringing George Floyd into this? What has he got to do with anything? Is it because, oh, wait a second, you know, it's cool and fashionable at the time, but once that time has passed and people, and people start to realize, okay, well, time has passed, who cares about this anymore? And then you go out there and make a bold stand and all of a sudden you're losing endorsements? What, 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 what do you think was going to happen? That, that, that's, that's why I, I don't understand this. And there's another thing about this too, is that if you have these athletes who are willing to throw all of this away, all their endorsements, all of their money, willing to throw all of that away, you have af- leftist activists who are willing to go on the, on the national, international stage representing the country of America, go out there, win a medal just so they can burn the flag at the podium. What does that say about what the left is willing to do to win the culture war versus the right? The right is not willing to take it to that extent, to that length. Not saying they have to, they would burn the flag, but they're not willing to be that bold or that uh, uh, do things that shocking, if you will. They they don't have the shock value as the left does. So that's the reason why the left wins a lot of the time because they're willing to go, they're willing to go there, they're willing to do those things, and, and the right is not. I don't know. I I. I, I don't really watch the last Olympics because I, I'm sorry I just can't watch people swim. It's it's boring. The only the only really things that I care about are like the shooting sports, like the skeet shooting. I think that's that's cool. The trap shooting that's cool. But like equestrian, equestrian's awesome. But I, I'm not gonna get up at two o'clock in the morning to watch equestrian. I'm just not gonna do it. Not a real American. I'm not. Joe. I'm not gonna get up early in the morning or stay up late at night to watch <laughs> shot put. I'm not. I'm not gonna stay up late at night to watch people throw spears. Okay, I'm not gonna do that. I could really care less how fast someone can run around in a circle. At some point, you have to realize that these things are kind of trivial. These aren't real sports. If we're being completely honest, some That's of these controversial. <clears throat> give a blowback on that. Some of these sports are real sports. I'm sorry, but running with a pole in your hand to jump over another pole. The truck and field's a real sport. That's not a real sport. Yeah, it is. Okay, running might be a real sport, but throwing a spear. <laughs> come on, is this a real sport? Or throwing a rock? Is this a real sport? Is this thing real? You know this. The, the, look, yes, it is. It's a competition based on strength, endurance, and agility and, stan- and stamina. Yeah, but so is work. Work can be a sport. <laughs> a lot of things are that way. Now, if we're talking about hockey or soccer or baseball, you're talking about or... team sports, not individual sports. Individual sports are different. Joe. I'm sorry, but Jacob, throwing a spear is not a sport. By by its definition, is a sport. It's not a sport in the traditional sense of. Uh, Here we go. Ready? Okay. A sport pertains to any form of competitive physical activity or game that usually aims to use, <clears throat> to use, maintain, and improve physical ability and skills while providing enjoyment for for those in the audience. Okay. Now answer me this. Um, you go and look at the qualifying um, things for the uh, Olympic trials for the track and field and see how many people are there who, who are supporting these people that are not friends and family. I can guarantee you not very many people buy tickets to go watch people throw spears. They do. But, they not, do. but not in the same as you would to go to a hockey game or to go to Because it's not things. as popular, Joe. Come on. You, you can't sit there. But, and... but in this, at the same time, though, I will also say that 
that like shooting sports are not the same sport as like let's say a hockey or a baseball. It, there's no physical activity involved in shooting. You just got to walk around. Or golf. Golf isn't really that much of a sport. It's more of a. Is it a sport? It's a leisurely activity. But do you compete physically? You have to. You phys- compete. You compete. Okay. Okay. Competing physically. Can you sit and drive a car and call that competing physically? NASCAR racing is that really a, a physically? It's a motorsport. It's a sport based on based yeah, but, on motors and on vehicles. Yeah, but at some point you have to say, okay, this enough is enough. I'm sorry, but throwing things in the air, whether it's a rock, yeah, kids throw rocks in the street. We don't necessarily call that a sport. Yeah, they, they might break a window, but you don't get points for breaking windows. You could if that's a you you could if that's a rule of the game. I don't know. You say, hey, break Mrs. Johnson's window. That's a, that's a, that's a you will you will double your score. <laughs> but you gotta pay for the. But if you but if the rock bounces off and doesn't break, then you lose half your score. So it's kind of a it's kind of it's kind of a gamble there. You gotta okay. really you gotta really throw it hard. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Whatever. But, I think I think you're treading on some real thin ice here with some of these some well, comments. Are, are you gonna are you gonna defend javelin throwing? Look, if someone says, look, if somebody wants to wants to dedicate their life to throwing a spear and see how far they can do it, hey, who More am I to, to you. who am I to say not? Would I ever do that? Heck no. But if you want to go out there and throw a spear and, and and that be the defining moment of your life, hey, I go go for it. Look, you know what? You know what? They're getting more attention than this show's ever gonna get. So, <laughs> so as Maybe far as start throwing spears, start, start, start throwing spears. Hey guys, standing by the show spear throwing competition. Put that on YouTube. Hey, I bet you that wouldn't get us okay. banned on YouTube. Another example. Let's say like cornhole or throwing axes. Is this really a sport? Yes, or, or it just, involves or, physical activity. Or, or is this just something that guys will do on the weekends and get drunk no, it's while a physical doing it? It's a physical activity. Okay, so I was watching uh, cornhole competitions. The guys are drinking beer while they've got their po- they've got their bowling jerseys on. Okay, it's not like it's not like old school baseball players weren't drunk at the time. We'll go up there and pitch and throw the ball at the at bat. I know. You, know. you know that Babe Ruth went up there after downing a bottle of whiskey after he sat up there and and and, and hit a home run. Like we all know this okay, happened. But, okay, but you look at these so-called athletes that the the compete in cornhole competitions. They're not what you and I would call an athlete. Was Babe Ruth an athlete? Not necessarily, no. He was, he was, a, a, he was, a, he was very a, unathletic. Yes. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I'm destroying your argument here. You are. I'm Ben Shapiroing your argument right here, okay? Okay, so this is You're a little... get wrecked. This is a little inside baseball, what goes on when the microphones aren't on. <laughs> These are the kind of conversations that we have. You just got Ben Shapiro wrecked right now. Okay, fine. I will, I will take the L on that one. I don't think I'm wrong, but I'll take the L on this one. I don't think I'm wrong, but I'll take the L. Okay, I will wallow my in my own ignorance. But anyway, uh, folks, thanks for listening to this ever enlightening um, fusion of entertainment and um, enlightenment of this here podcast. Well, I'll be back on Wednesday. We'll, we will not be talking about javelin throwing on Wednesday. We'll be talking about other things that are important to this world. Um, if you want to watch the Olympics, watch the Olympics. I couldn't give a flying flip. But thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back on Wednesday. We'll be back on Friday. I may or may not be here. We'll find out. We'll see what happens. Anyway, until then, peace.